back to another episode of the Club Candid Podcast. I'm Reggie, your host, and thanks for being here. And thank you so much. I just have to talk about last week's episode really quick before we get into today into today's episode. I, if you didn't listen to it, I basically just word vomited for a good like 35 minutes um, about a number of things. Uh, but one of the things I talked about in the beginning was just my current thoughts on all things the podcast and just kind of, I don't know, I've just been in this funk and I just needed to get my feelings out there. And I just am really grateful for all of the feedback that I received and for just your sweet messages and you guys are always the best and I really appreciate it. So thank you so much. Uh, I really got a good idea of you know, what you guys want to hear more of and what you're loving, what you're not. And yeah, I just really appreciate it. So thank you so much. Uh, all right. Um, I wanted to mention really quick because this is something I talked about last week. And if you didn't, I, I mean, you should just go listen to last week's episode. But um, I wanted to just like quickly give in a little filler for for this, some new um, additions to the podcast. So uh, the first thing is I am going to be, I know I've been doing like little segments here and there on the podcast and I want to do a new segment every once in a while that is called, I'm going to call it Club Candid Commercials because we love alliteration. Is that what it's called? When there's like, I don't know. I I don't know if I just made that up. Maybe alliteration isn't the right word. (laughs) Anyways, Club Candid Commercials. Uh, so if you or someone you know have a business, product, um, service that you would like to promote and have me share about on the podcast and you think that the Club Candidate podcast listeners would be a good audience to share about your product, uh, s- fill out the link in my bio on the Club Candid Instagram. It's just at Club Candid Podcast and you can apply to be um, a free I guess you could say sponsor of a future podcast episode. So I would love to hear from you and just like help you out in any way that I can because I currently don't have sponsors right now, but I would just like love to help you guys out and you guys have helped me out so much. I just would love to return the favor. So um, there's that. And then also I am accepting applications for anyone, literally anyone, whether you have 200 followers or 200,000 or if you own a business or you don't um if you just like want to be on the podcast and be a podcast guest so if you are interested in that you can also apply at the link in the instagram bio so there's there's that i feel like i need to catch my breath because woo this pregnant lady is very winded already like always Um, All right, so today we're going to talk about body image, appearance, um, just, we're just talking about our bodies. (laughs) Um, I've been wanting to do a podcast episode um, talking about this for a while now, but I've honestly just struggled with finding the words for it. I feel like we're always hearing people say, oh, love your body, you're perfect just the way you are. Um... But it's so much easier said than done, am I right? There's just a lot of pressure in the media to look a certain way and 
I think one thing I was thinking about is like, I think of all the cartoons and movies I watched growing up and I just like thought of this the other day, but like all the female leads had such a slim waist and big breasts and even our Barbie dolls were like that. Like, except for brat dolls, they had like gigantic heads and that's just unrealistic and no one wants that. Anyways, but they also had tons of like makeup on them and it was, they were just over the top. Anyways, but I feel like, you know, as we've been growing up, we've all just had this unrealistic expectation of beauty. And I think we all have to, we feel like we have to fit into this specific mold. And I've noticed this a lot as I've gotten to my, into my teenage and college years. And I thought I'd just share, like, I don't know about you guys, but I personally have struggled more with body image and my appearance since I have become an adult than I did when I was a teenager. I'm not sure if anyone feels the same way, but that's what it looked like for me. I've noticed now as a 25-year-old woman that there's still these unrealistic expectations of beauty standards, and we might not just see it in like cartoons, like I was saying, that our siblings or kids watch or the toys that they play with, but we see on commercials and billboards and social media, and I'm not even just talking about the shape of our bodies, but like our eyelashes and our eyebrows and our skin tone and our body hair. And I remember people telling me as a young kid and into my teenage years, this is just like an example of, I don't know, just an experience I had. Uh, someone was telling me, people would tell me all the time, oh, you have the longest and the most luscious eyelashes. And that became one of my favorite things about myself my, were my eyelashes. And I remember when I got into, I think it was just like my first year of college or so, that's when um, eyelash extensions became like a really big thing. And people started getting their eyelashes done all the time. And I would look at their eyelashes and then I'd look at mine and I'd just be like, oh my gosh, my eyelashes are so short and so thin. And since I couldn't afford to get my eyelashes done, I'd research all the best mascaras and lengthening serums. And now I'm not saying that if you go get your eyelashes done, that's bad. It's totally not. I think you should totally do whatever you want to do. I'll get into that in a second. Um, like it's not bad to get lip filler or dye your hair or microblade your brows, but we live in this world where we feel this pressure to, I guess, get those things done when everyone around us we feel like is doing the same. And that's something that's been really hard for me when it comes to body image because we constantly see people making this minor or major change to themselves and we compare ourselves to them and think we have to do the same to look better. So I'm not saying that if you've had lip filler that everyone around you is envious and wishes they had your lips. I think there's just so many things available to us now that we have um, since we've like grown up and time has gone on that it gets really overwhelming to keep up with it. And if you want to go get Botox, go for it. If you want to get laser hair removal, do it. If you want permanent eyeliner, do it. If you want to get a spray tan every month, do it. I just, I personally believe that if we go about it with the intention of, oh, I want to treat myself and doing this will make me feel just as beautiful instead of, oh, I have to do this to look beautiful. Um, let me like say that again. Actually, I feel like that was pretty good. <laughs> so you, uh, let's see, what did I even say? Uh, you want to treat yourself 
and doing this will make you feel just as beautiful instead of, oh, I have to do this to look beautiful. So I feel like it all comes down to the comparison game. So let's talk about the comparison game for a second because I think when we compare our appearance to somebody else's, that's when we're the absolute hardest on ourselves because (laughs) we're our worst critics, am I right? Um, To give you an example of this, uh, when I was in my first trimester of pregnancy, I remember seeing so many women posting on Instagram, on their stories about the oils and the lotions they used on their body. And they'd say, yeah, I didn't get any stretch marks. And they're always asking questions people asked, you know, on their stories because people like love throwing up question boxes. Ask me a question. So a lot of people would ask like, oh, your body looks so good. How do you like, do you have any stretch marks? And that's something a lot of people have asked me in my pregnancy. I don't know. That's another thing that I didn't know so many people would ask me about after you get pregnant. Do you have any stretch marks? Um, But uh, yeah, I'd see all these pregnant women on Instagram talking about their lack of uh, stretch marks. And they were like, oh, it's because I used this oil or I used this lotion and it's a game changer. I remember one like influencer and specifically who was telling me about this oil she used and I went and looked at it. It was like $90 for like a 2.5 ounce bottle. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to buy this if I don't want stretch marks. Um, I didn't end up buying it, but I looked into like some other things and I started buying all of these lotions and oils and started using them all the time, like since day one of my pregnancy. Cause I was like, it wasn't even that I wanted to like avoid stretch marks at all costs. I was just like, if I can use these oils and put them on like these influencers have been doing, then I'll be totally fine. Like I won't, I won't have stretch marks. I won't have to worry about it. And I already had some stretch marks on my body. Let's throw that out there first. I know I've mentioned that on the podcast before. Like I have stretch marks on my thighs because I have grown. I have grown since, you know, we're always growing. So I've, I've had stretch marks and I've always hated them. And so I was like, I want to try to, you know, avoid these stretch marks. I bought all these oils, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, <laughs> um, I got them. And then to my surprise, one day I got out of the shower and I look in the mirror and voila, I'm covered in stretch marks one day. I just like woke up and realized them that they were there. And I, it was like the biggest disappointment to me. Like I was, I remember being so upset about it and I like ran into the other room and I'm like, Kendall, do I have stretch marks? And like, I'm literally just like making him check like every inch of my body. I'm like, cause I mean, I couldn't, my belly was getting big. I couldn't see everything. So <laughs> I'm like telling him, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, and he's like, oh yeah, you have some here, you have some there. And I just remember being like, it wasn't even that I was super sad. I was just angry because I'm like, why were all of these women telling me that, oh, if you go and get this cream or this oil, you won't get any stretch marks. And I just was so sad because I was, here I was comparing my stretch marks, my pregnant body to someone else's. And I, I mean, like I had them, I had them everywhere. I have them all over me and I've been using those lotions and those oils since day one. I've come to find out stretch marks are a genetic thing and can't really be hundred percent prevented, but you can do things like, you know, use oils or lotions to, um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Minimize the appearance of them, like maybe fade them a little bit, whatever. So yeah, I was really disappointed. And, you know, that's because I was under this impression that, you know, if I use these oils, I will look like so-and-so. And I so I sat, I sat and I felt upset about it for a little bit. And then I remembered a Instagram post that was shared pretty recently at the time when I was discovering these stretch marks um, by the, my favorite, one of my favorite people to follow in the whole entire world, Style Fit Fatty. Um, go and check her out. She is the cutest human ever. Um, but she had posted a picture of a message that someone had sent her about um, her stretch marks and she just like posted like a mirror selfie with a cute swimsuit she was wearing she's looking cute as ever and someone said um, I'm just in awe by you how do you look like this after having four kids you don't even have stretch marks or anything what is your secret you are goals and she's like well I got this message but let me show you a close-up and she posts like a picture of her stretch marks that she has which are so beautiful, by the way. And in her caption on her post, she said, in regards to her stretch marks, she said, they remind me of my growth. I've noticed my first ones as a collegiate, is that how you say that? Collegiate? Athlete. I was growing muscles so I could run faster. Then I noticed more with each child that I grew for nine months. They are normal. There is no secret formula. You are normal. You are human. So keep growing. These tiny squares only show a portion of someone's life, and in this case, body. It's time to appreciate and love the body that you have right here, right now. Be your own goals. And I read that, and I just cried because I was like, yes. Like, the reason I have these stretch marks is because I'm growing a human, and my body is just, you know, making room for that baby, and I just all of a sudden had this moment where I really appreciated the stretch marks on my body. And every day when I get out of the shower or I I still put the lotions on because, you know, got to hydrate that bod and hydrate that skin. But I see them and it's just a reminder every day for me to thank my body for all that it's going through for this tiny little baby that I am so excited to meet and I would do absolutely anything for. And like I said, I had stretch marks on my body before I even got pregnant. And I know a lot of people get stretch marks. It's just part of, it's part of growing. And I don't think we should be ashamed for those, those marks on our body. I've talked about stretch marks a lot on this podcast, so we'll move the conversation over. Um, But I, yeah, the comparison game is just really real. And there's just so much we can do to enhance our beauty. Like, guys, I love nothing more than a spray tan. Let me tell you, do you guys just feel like your confidence boost times a million when you get a spray tan? I will walk out of that tanning salon and even though I look like really dark at first and like really oily, I just, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to, when I shower this off, I am going to look sexy as freak. And I just always am like so happy to get a spray tan. And like I was saying before, I think when it comes to all these different things that we can do for our appearance, it's all about the mindset. I hope we just, you know, we go get our hair done or, you know, our laser hair removal done because we want to and not just because everyone around us is doing it and we're comparing our appearance to another. If you haven't heard of Beauty Redefined on Instagram, I need you to go 
run to their Instagram right now if you can, um, and read their book. It is so good. The overall message of their book is that your body is an instrument, not an ornament. Let me say that again for emphasis. Your body is an instrument, not an ornament. And when I heard that for the first time, I was like, wow, we've already talked a lot about our, you know, outward appearance and what we look like, but I really want to focus now on what we feel like and what our bodies are capable of and what they can do because I feel like a lot of the talk around body image is usually all around your outward appearance and a lot of the time we kind of glaze over the most important thing about our body which is just all the wonderful things that it's capable of and you know how it feels rather than just how it looks like we appearance is just like everything and I I just personally feel like yes your outward appearance is important and it is something that you know you want to love and feel feel good about and feel confident in and we definitely should you know love our our bodies and our outward appearance but I feel like it's more important for us to focus kind of on how our bodies feel and acknowledge and focus more on what they can do for us and how special and beautiful that is so um I'm sure you guys all know Indie Blue Uh, she posted an Instagram story, um, talking about body image and I just loved it. So I was going to share a little bit of what she shared. So she says, I think we have this idea about our bodies. Like we just need to tolerate them or learn how to accept them for what they are instead of seeing what they are and letting that affect our opinions on our body. Because what our body is capable, capable of is far more impressive than what it looks like. When I started appreciating that, I didn't just magically fall in love with myself, but I do have about 90% less intrusive negative thoughts about my body and I'm not even exaggerating. And I I just love that and I think it's 100% true. I love that she said we shouldn't just tolerate our bodies for what they are, but see them for what they are. It's just, it's really amazing what our bodies can do. And when, when we focus and come to appreciate all the wonderful things it does I just truly believe that we can come to accept and love love our bodies so much more than when we put our time and energy into focusing solely on our appearance Um, I remember one time going to a workout class a few years ago and it was absolutely destroying me I remember like cursing under my breath while I was doing a plank and I was just like oh my gosh I my body hurts so bad and why is this so hard? Why do I feel so weak? And a few minutes later, the instructor yelled out and she said, are you feeling it? Is it burning? And I heard every woman around me say, yes. And she said, good, that means it's working. If you're not feeling the burn or sweating or thinking to yourself, wow, this is hard, it's because you're not doing it right. And that was a good thing for me to hear because here I was putting myself down, calling myself weak, feeling like a total wimp when really I should have just been feeling so strong. And I remember walking into that workout with the intention, back to the intention thing of, okay, I got to go to this workout today so my body can look better. And I ended up walking out of that workout thinking, wow, I'm really glad I worked out today so my body could feel better. And I try to have that intention with everything I do, whether it be exercise, eating, uh, you know, just like doing things for myself. And there's times where 
you know, it's so easy to forget that. Uh, just an example I'll give. This is another workout and pregnancy example. So I'm sorry I'm talking so much about pregnancy, but it's just like taught me a lot about body image and that's kind of why I wanted to talk about that today. But uh, I remember uh, seeing, you know, once again on social media, all these pregnant women and they were, you know, posting about all of the healthy meals they were eating and I feel like they never posted anything about them eating an ice cream or anything <laughs> they were just like oh here's my here's my haul from health foods or wherever people go get healthy food I don't go to like natural grocers so anyways <laughs> but um, I just had like a really hard time like looking at that because in my first trimester of pregnancy I was craving nothing but pop tarts and ice cream and cookies like <laughs> I could not keep a lot of healthy foods down um, or they just like made me sick I was having a lot of aversions to healthy things and I just felt really crappy about myself because I'm like oh these women are eating so well and their bodies look so good I look at them go to the gym and I would see all these women who are like lifting and they'd be like you know third trimester pregnancy just like looking like a million bucks and they were constantly just exercising and I just felt like okay I need to be doing that so just to give a little like backstory so before we started trying to get pregnant I was working out a lot and pretty consistently and I was trying so hard to just prepare my body for pregnancy and it wasn't so I could look a certain way but I had the intention of I'm gonna do this so I can feel feel good about, you know, being pregnant and I can feel just like healthy and strong. And I was doing a pretty good job at that, working out pretty consistently. And it felt really good. I was really proud of myself. And after we had our miscarriages, it was so hard for me to get back into the swing of things. Um, and that's when I really started to hate my body for the first time. I remember hating my body because I thought, you know, I couldn't hold on to a pregnancy. And I remember hating my body because I had so many changes to my hormones and my body was going through so many of these changes. And I was so depressed that I did not feel like I had months prior. Uh, I remember weighing myself when I first started trying for the third time to get pregnant and I just like burst into tears at how much weight I had gained. Um, and I was so sad at myself that I couldn't go to the gym. Um, I mean, I would try to, but I was just so tired. My body was just so tired. And I, I also had like major anxiety, like when I'd work out, just like pumping, I don't know, just like all the adrenaline. It just gave, I had too many breakdowns in the middle of the gym. Uh, so I, I was really just like hating my body. And when I did get pregnant for the third time with this pregnancy, uh, one of the first things I thought like that next day after finding out I was pregnant, I mean, there were a lot of things I was thinking, but I remember one of the other first things I thought was, oh my gosh, my body is not where I want it to be. And I remember looking in the mirror at myself and just like hating what my body looked like and still just like hating my body for all that I had gone through. And I was just so angry. And so I was like, okay, well, I got to get working out again. Got to go to the gym. Got to, you know, eat well. But literally all I could, like I said, all I could <laughs> keep down were like, not healthy things. And my body did not crave healthy things for the most part. 
and I felt so sad that I'd look on Instagram and I'd see all these women eating a kale salad and they'd be like so excited to share their recipe about it and how healthy and good it was and here I was watching their Instagram story while shoving donuts in my face and um I I just was like feeling really bad about how my body was feeling in pregnancy and I also you know was having a lot of anxiety with my pregnancy but I I had a moment um a day at the beginning of my second trimester when I was attempting a workout. I started off with some stretches and within three minutes of stretching, I was so tired and I felt like my body just couldn't do it anymore. And I sat on the floor and I had this dramatic moment where I just cried and cried. And I stood up and I was like, okay, I I can't do this workout. And I, I, I stood up and then I went over to my couch and I just like sat on my couch and while I was sitting there feeling sad that I, you know, couldn't work out and that my body didn't have the energy, I felt my baby move for the first time. And it was that moment where I immediately, I just like stopped crying. And I just remember like putting my hand on my belly and I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) she really just moved. Did she move? And I waited a few seconds and I felt a little flutter. It wasn't like anything like big, but I remember feeling that and I was like, oh my gosh, like that's definitely her moving. And that was the day that I decided, you know, and I was, I've been so grateful this whole pregnancy just to be pregnant. Um, because as you guys know, it took me, took me a little bit to get here. And, uh, I, yeah, I had that moment where I, I felt her move and, I just started crying again, but I went from having these tears of just like sadness and defeat to having these tears of just like joy and gratitude. And after that, I just told myself, you know what? The reason why I'm tired is because my body just can't really, my body can't handle like a intense workout, even though I wasn't, I was literally just doing stretches. But it was a reminder to me that, you know, our bodies are capable of so much. And I realized that, you know, I needed to stop worrying about what everyone around me was doing and focus on what I was doing for me and for my, my body. And after that day, I I would look at myself in the mirror. I'd look down at my pudgy baby belly that was starting to form. And I was like, you know, this, this is a miracle. And I couldn't believe, you know, the changes I was starting to see within my body. And yes, I am sitting here recording this podcast episode I've had to start and stop a hundred times because I'm so out of breath and my body's just like pregnancy takes a lot out of you and I don't know and I know I've used pregnancy a lot as an example but there's so many other things our bodies are capable of like I remember when I fell off that waterfall um I shared that story uh in a previous episode uh but I I remember my hip was just like super torn up And it was so cool to just, like, see how it healed itself over time. I couldn't get any stitches because of how the wound was. (laughs) And it's just, like, cool, like, how our bodies heal ourselves and how our bodies protect ourselves. And I just think it's really neat. And I hope that we can all just, like, have a moment right now where we can just, like, appreciate what our bodies are doing. Like, sometimes you just sit there and you're like, I haven't had to think to breathe like my body, it's just doing it on its own. Like, I don't know. I just think that's pretty cool. And 
it's not all about working out and eating healthy and, you know, like trying your best to just like have, you know, I mean, we should really, I think our health is really important and we should take, you know, we should definitely be uh, making our health a priority, but it's not all about, you know, the kale salads and (laughs) the lifting weights at the gym. Uh, It's just about like appreciating your bodies for just like what they can do that you can, you know, that you can breathe, like I said, and that, you know, think of how much you've grown over the past, like your, your whole life. (laughs) It's just really fascinating how, I don't know, I just hope we all can appreciate our bodies and just focus more on, you know, how our body feels rather than just how it looks. Uh, There's a quote by uh, that beauty redefined. I'm going to just, I could just read their whole book to you and it would be a really great podcast episode. Um, but they have a quote that says, if you only love your body when you love how you look, that is not love. That is objectification. And so the caption of their post where they shared this quote says, loving your body can't be all about loving your looks. That's some objectifying conditional shallow crap. Don't let this whole love your body idea be another way you are objectified and made to feel like you are all body and not so much more than a body. If you take love your body to mean that you love how your body looks, that is the most fleeting, fickle love imaginable. You will live with heartbreak every day. If your body only deserves your love when you like your appearance, that's not really love, is it? And the post continues on to say how, like, love is not conditional and you deserve to love yourself, you know, in this, like, deep way where sometimes we just, like, kind of see everything on the surface and not inner. Um, Like, we talk, inner beauty is something we talk about a lot and I think everyone has the most beautiful inner beauty ever, Uh, but it's good for us to just like focus on what's inside and what our body is as a whole and not just what our body looks like on the outside. So um, the last part of their post says, try to care for yourself the way you care for your loved ones. You don't love them for their body. You don't obsess over their parts. You don't stop loving them when their body changes. You don't shame them into changing their appearance for you. You want them to feel good. You build them up, validate them for more than their looks, love them for who they are beyond their body, for who they are, what they do, and how they make you feel. You don't see their flaws or notice their tiny changes to their looks day to day, but instead see them more holistically for more than their parts. And I just, I really, really, really love that. So I wanted to share, um, I did a little Instagram story like weeks ago when I thought I was going to do this episode. Um, And I asked you guys on Instagram, when do you feel the most beautiful? And I wanted to just read your responses because they were really good and really interesting. And I thought it was like really cool for just to like hear how um, you guys like see yourselves and what it is that, you know, you know, when you feel the most beautiful. So, um let me read some of the responses. So someone said, when I'm with people who make me feel important and loved. And I thought that was so sweet um, because I just, I don't know. I just, I feel like when you're around those people that, you know, lift you up and 
love you. That's just like when you are feeling really good about yourself. And I don't know, I've never like thought of that before, but I think that's a really good example of when we can really feel like our most beautiful selves. Um, someone said, when I'm taking time to care for myself physically, mentally, and emotionally. I like thought that was a good one too. Uh, someone said, when I'm happy, and I think that's the best, like, okay, maybe this sounds like really weird, but <laughs> one thing I thought of was like, when I'm laughing, I feel like the most beautiful when I laugh. I don't know what it is. I don't even think I have a cute laugh. Sometimes I think my la- Kendall will like laugh at me because my laugh is so weird sometimes. <laughs> But I just think there's like not a more like beautiful feeling than when you're like laughing and you're just genuinely like super happy. So I love that that someone said when they're happy, I specifically think of it more too as like even when I'm just laughing. So everyone should laugh more. So you just like, I don't know, it just makes me happy. Um, someone said, a lot of people said like when they work out or when they're eating healthy and while I know that we shouldn't like, we should be obviously like taking care of our bodies and making health a priority. But I also don't think we should feel like the only way we feel beautiful is if we do those things. But there's just something that feels so good about like taking care of yourself and being like, you know what, for breakfast today, I'm going to eat this healthy breakfast instead of this. And you know, it's okay if you want to eat a pop tart for breakfast, be my guest because you know, that's me about every other day. Um, but there's definitely days where I'm like, it just feels really good to like, okay, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to make some eggs and a smoothie and some avocado toast. And like, I just like feel really healthy and like good about my body when I'm doing stuff like that. And it just makes you feel good. And when you feel good, you feel beautiful. So I do love that. Um, someone said when I'm tan and in the sun, yes, there's just something about the sun shining on your face that just makes you feel like the most beautiful babe alive and also getting a tan whether it's a spray tan or you just tan with the sun I'm not very good at the sun tanning me I kind of got to go the spray tan route if I want to be tan um but yeah being being tan being in the sun I love that um someone said Oh, this is similar to the one I read at the beginning. When I'm with the people I love, they lift me up and pass no judgment. And that's, once again, love that. Um, Someone said, when my boyfriend kisses my forehead, that is literally the sweetest thing ever. I I feel beautiful like that too now that I think about it. Like, not that I'm, every time Kendall kisses me, I'm like, wow, I feel so pretty. But like, (laughs) I don't know, forehead kisses are sweet. And it just feels really good to, I don't know, I don't know, when you, some, you can feel, when someone shares like some love to you, definitely that's a moment where I know I feel beautiful. Um, this one is like a pretty specific one, but I really like it. It says, when my curls go from just being done to wavy by the end of the day. I, I don't know why I love that so much, but I, that's like just really specific. And I just like love the idea of like, this girl looking in the mirror at the end of the day being like, oh, my curls aren't, you know, how they were this morning, but she feels beautiful knowing that her hair's kind of like fallen out of its curl a little bit. I don't know. Love that. Someone said when spending time with God, love that. Um, a lot of you said, um, after I get out of the shower, like fresh, like clean face. Um, I love that. 
uh i i've i felt the same too and it's interesting that so many people said that because i feel like sometimes i mean you think to be beautiful like you see in movies oh you gotta you know go get your hair done and your makeup done and do this whole makeover thing and be like wow you look beautiful but like getting out of the shower fresh clean face and maybe like your wet hair like I don't know I I love that and then you're just feel clean and you like put some lotion on and a cozy t-shirt that is like I don't know I love that I hope you guys are doing like all of these things and you just feel beautiful all the time um someone said I feel most beautiful when I'm not thinking about what others might be thinking of me and I love that and I think that's true 100% because you know when we're worried about what people think of us then we're just like worrying and we're not just like loving ourselves in the moment and the very next one after that one actually says it's a totally different person but it says when I don't care what other people think and I'm just being myself and I think that's really special because when we are just completely being ourselves that's when we I think we should feel the very most beautiful because you know loving ourselves for who we are um someone said that they feel the most beautiful when they cry. That's something I wouldn't have thought of. I mean, I know everyone, you know, feels beautiful at different times and it's not everyone like feels the same about some of these probably, but I thought that was kind of a cool one. Uh, someone said when my dad gives me a hug. Stop. That's so sweet. Uh, and another one says, a lot of these are pretty similar. Like I said, like the shower, like getting out of the shower, fresh, clean face. Um, someone said when they wake up in the morning, I never really feel that beautiful when I wake up in the morning. Um, it's even funny. Sometimes though, when I do like, okay, this is maybe like really dumb, but like I'll wake up in the morning and there will be days where like Kendall snuggles over to me and he's all like, oh, good morning. Like, you look so pretty. And I'm like, oh my gosh, thanks. You're so sweet. And then I like get up and I look in the mirror and I'm like, this man must really love me because then I instantly am like, why did he say that to me? But like, I don't know. There's just something about to like someone telling you, you feel that you look beautiful even when you maybe don't feel like it. Um, that's like, oh yeah, I don't have to, you know, have my hair done and be like completely showered and everything to feel beautiful. Um, a lot of these are like repeats that I'm scrolling through and seeing. Um, yeah, we'll end it there. I, I just wanted to talk about this because especially like this second part of the podcast where we were talking about, you know, it's, it's not just about your outward appearance because I, we all, all of us struggle at some point in our lives or all the time, you know, with our appearance and we're always, you know, we want to look our best and we want to feel our best. And it's so much easier said than done. And I hope we just don't throw around the, oh, like, love yourself for who you are and love your body. And, you know, like the beauty redefined was saying, like, uh, not objectifying ourselves and just like loving, uh, loving ourselves like we love other people. And yeah, I just, I hope we can, just like see the beauty in everyone else too. Um, one thing I've been trying to do lately because you know, like when someone gives you a compliment and then you're like, oh my gosh, that was so sweet. And then you just want to tell, give someone else a compliment. Um, I want to encourage you guys to like give someone a compliment. 
throughout your week like just like anytime you see something you like about somebody or you notice about somebody like just tell them uh I I think that's something that's like really sweet and I hope we can also just like not judge ourselves not judge our bodies and I just hope you guys know that you are freaking hot okay you're freaking hot and if there's something about your appearance that you are feeling very insecure about I can promise you that everyone else around you is also feeling insecure about something so I hope we could just kind of like lift each other up compliment each other and just like remind ourselves to just like love everything about ourselves and notice things throughout your day too that like your body does that's like wow like just like appreciate your bodies and appreciate the bodies of those around you I know it's like so easy to judge people and um you know we we talk about people's appearances all the time and I I just I hope we can just like see other people um, the way we want to see ourselves and vice versa. And yeah, I hope that wasn't like too like all over the place, but I've just been, I've been thinking about this a lot and just kind of wanted to start that conversation here on the podcast. So if you enjoyed today's episode, I would love nothing more than for you to share about it on Instagram or rate in review and subscribe to the podcast. Um, make sure you remember that if you tag me on Instagram or you leave me a review and somehow can like leave your name or your Instagram username in your written review that at the end of every month I pick someone to send a little something special to and it's just really fun to have a little like write you guys like a letter I'm like very old-fashioned and I like love sending letters in the mail so I would love to do that and get to know you guys and thanks so much for just like listening to the podcast. I know I say that every week. I'm sorry if you're getting sick and tired of hearing about it, but it just really means more to me than you know. Um, I will see you guys next week. Don't forget to apply to be a Club Candid commercial future sponsor for free if you have a business or service that you would like me to promote on the podcast or if you're interested in being a future guest on the podcast please apply for that as well at the link in my instagram bio at club candid podcast and don't forget that you can follow me on instagram my personal account because that's where i post mostly everything um at reggie r-e-g-g-i-e-a-n-n underscore so have a lovely week i love you guys so much don't forget that you're freaking hot and i love you so much bye-bye